Hello, everyone, and welcome to the seventh episode of the FTK World Athletics Championship Special. This special series is brought to you by Up There Athletics. Up There Athletics is Melbourne's home of running, elevating the burgeoning running community in Melbourne and beyond by offering high-end product and fostering the community and social sides of the sport. Offering a curated selection of men's and women's footwear and apparel from running stalwarts such as Nike, Adidas, New Balance, Hoka and Saucony. Up There Athletics also carry international heavyweights, Tracksmith, District Vision, Satisfied Running and more. Drop into their physical space at 179 Flinders Lane or shop the full collection online at uptherathletics.com. Episode 7, Brett, moving into things. Yes, getting to the end. It's close to the end. But close to the end. Big episode coming up. I know, very big. A um, little update on the tipping contest. We have a leader. Finally. It's been a few people tired, but Will Tucker is leading on eight correct tips, which is pretty good. I can Will know something that we don't know. I know. Eight out of, it's eight out of ten, right? He missed two? Yeah, I think. Um, but he didn't know Max Bergen. He has Max Bergen in the 800. And he hurt himself before the heats, so didn't didn't run at all. Um, but then we Sorry, got Will. yeah, we got ten people on seven tips, and then we got heaps on six, so it's still wide open. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. Yeah. It'll be very interesting few days. We'll try to keep you updated. Yeah, we when had they someone someone write in and say, "Can we have a live ladder?" And it's like, do you know how to work? It is, is like yeah. a live ladder. What are, we've got to like pay for some hosting online, <laughs> yeah. all, everything like live. Let's get out of here, mate. Come on. Yeah, it's hard enough just working out how many tips people are on. Yeah, but, exactly. I'm glad um, you're in control of that. You're doing a yeah. good job there, Brett. Thank you. I do everything else. <laughs> <laughs> um, women's all right, women's all right, five thousand. Yeah. All right, Dave. Athletics. <laughs> <laughs> women's uh, five thousand meter heats. 9.25 a.m. it was this morning. Had um, Nat Rule in the first. Yeah. We Bad. were uh, – I had training, so I was warming up with my phone. A few – there was probably about five people had phones watching it while we were warming up. But, yeah, um, yeah Nat, unfortunately, DNF. DNF. Not too sure what happened there. Yeah. It, it was – the commentators were saying it was pretty hot. It was about 30 degrees. Um, but, yeah, it's not good. Ho- hopefully, she's okay and not exactly sure what the problem is. But. No. Um, your tip? So, okay. Yeah, look good. Look good. Yeah. For she, a 19th race of the I know, world exactly. <laughs> um, and my- Coco. And Coco, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. She just looked, she looked like she was hurting. Yeah. Um, so, she was sort of on the back of that, like, you know, top six, and it was just stretching out a little bit there. Um, but yeah, just didn't look good. Just sort of rocking side to side. I, I was watching her. And, and she was like, yeah, she was kind of like right up there. And then just the last two laps. I think she just really blew, I think she, that's blew, when, you, but, you know, you're hanging on for dear life. And yeah. you still got two laps to go. So- I did speak to her like uh, last week and she said she, because she had COVID and yeah. she was struggling for a bit and then she said she was feeling better. But um, yeah, maybe just some you effect just from that feel, or something. I don't know. You can't just feel yeah. better at a world champs, can you? you yeah, exactly. Be, you need to be your best. Have to be. Um, like, and especially when it's 32 degrees. Yeah. 32, was it? Wow. Yeah. If you're a little bit off, you are uh, you will get exposed at world champs. So. Yeah. Um, second heat. Second heat. Second roses. Heat. Yeah. So, it, it was a, it was a rose kind of was was tough like she, she ran in it but just it looked like she just struggled as well yeah. um Alice McCogan was sitting at yeah. the front for, you, that yeah. was crazy she was just she ended up getting through but like she, she just, did it the hard way yeah <laughs> for well, girl, she, wasn't, she wasn't feeling the heat though because she had a visor on yeah so. no, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but for a girl who's run like 30 18 I think this year yeah um she didn't look like a 3018 no at all no. um she, yeah she got through but geez did it tough. Um, g'day, it was, getting the win. It was interesting seeing um, 
G'day and Hassan as like when the camera is what is on them, the girls as they're coming out onto the track. Yeah. And you can see like Rose was there looking really serious. All the girls like really um, serious as about to, you know, compete in their heat. And G'day and Hassan were like arm in arm walking side by side, like looking like they were just mucking around. Yeah. Big smiles yeah, on well, their face. Obviously really good friends. Yeah. Obviously knew that they're probably going to progress. But G'day looked better than Hassan. Hassan sort of like, just didn't look as good. She was sort of sitting at the back of that five or six. And then at the end, she sprinted to sort of maybe get herself into third, but sort of just didn't look yeah. as good as G'day. G'day, she, uh, sorry, Hassan, she's definitely not a top, top, top best. Yeah. Like she, she's good, but um, a few years ago, she was a lot better. So for sure. Um, yeah, she's getting through, but not as good. Grobdale from Norway as well. She, she's a Norwegian hope at the moment. Yeah. After, after yesterday's. <laughs> <laughs> the worst day, day in Norwegian <laughs> history. Exactly. Um, but yeah, she, she looked she looked really amazing. Good. So yeah. um, it was funny, like seeing G'day and and uh, like Hassan and and Kip Karui, like they were like sprinting down the straight. Yeah. And Grobdale just knew she's like, well, like well, I'm, why I'm are you sprinting? Yeah, talking about that like qualifying thing, the commentators <laughs> were mentioning obviously in an event like the five thousand, um, the little Q big Q thing, which we, we described to the listeners yesterday. It's quite unfair in the 5K because that second heat, if they know that the first heat's slower and as yeah. it's, you know, it's a five and five thing, you can have five qualify in the first heat and 10 in the second heat. Yeah. So I've been on the good side of it and the bad side of it. Yeah. So uh, in 2013, I made the final, but I was in the, f- the first heat. Yeah. But our f- heat just went, I think it, it just happened to be even like, um, I don't know, I must finish like seventh or eighth. So I went, went, got through in a little queue. A few got through from my heat, a few got through from the other. Yeah. 2015, I was in the first heat again. I finished, I don't know, ninth or something. But then 10 went through in the other heat. Yeah. And it was just like from 1K in, you're like, I just knew I was out. And this is like, I didn't run that well anyway, but I just knew. But then Rio in the Olympics, I was in the second heat. I finished like eighth or ninth as well and got through. So it's when you're on the good side of it, it's good. (laughs) um, I don't know. I think they need to, I think the first five, next five is. It's too big of yeah. a difference. Um, yeah, if they could change it to I don't know seven and and two, and two or something, or like something that. like Make that, a or bit more even. Um, yeah, just because it's I, I knew going into Rio, um, the South African said to me as we're walking out, he said, "What time did they did they run?" Yeah. And I'm like, "I think I'll go thirteen twenty six. And he goes, "Okay," and I was like, "Thank fuck." Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, "This is so good." I know he's just going to push base, and he just went to the front, ran like sixty fours. Yeah, and I, and I knew like in. We had two hours to go. I'm looking around. I knew how many people was around, and I'm like, I'm through here. Wouldn't it like, have been funny? It would have been funny if he goes, "What time did they run?" And you go, "Ah, oh, I think it was like 13:06." And he just goes, "Okay." And then yeah. you go, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. It is kind of a bit shit, but yeah, don't know, don't know what exactly. Yeah, we're not. It is the right. We're not on the board of IAAF, so yeah, we can't make the changes. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, then it was. Yeah. Oh no, I want to speak about um, Nozomi Tanaka as well. Ah, yes, she's trying to triple. Yeah, but it's not crazy. even the usual triple. Yeah, I was like, oh, so she's in the um, 15, 5, and 10. No, 8, <laughs> 15, 5. So today she ran the 5K heat. Tomorrow yeah. she has the 800 heat. Yeah. Like that's such a difference. It's crazy. And then uh, and she made the final of the of the um, 5K. I doubt she's going to get through the heats. Imagine she gets through to the final of the eight. Imagine how many races that is. So it's five races in five days <laughs> and it's all different. Like 800... It goes 800, no, 5K, 800, 800, 5K, 800. It's like, so ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous but Maybe I she's doing it for marathon training. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. She's like, and she's so good too. Like she finished eighth 
at the Olympics last year in the 1500. Yeah. But she's also run like 31 high. Yeah. In the uh, 10K. In the 10. So she's a phenomenal athlete. Yeah. But needs to pick a lane, I reckon. <laughs> pick an event. Um, yeah. Then into the men's 800 heats. Um, bowl looked so good. Cruising. My One, tip. 145.5. Yeah. Just, yeah. Chilling. Donovan so. Brazer in um, that heat. Did not look good. Obviously, he was in the unknown. We spoke yeah. about that in the um in the preview yesterday, where he was obviously put in reigning world champ. Yeah. Um. But- um. I was reading to Sam that he's booked in for Achilles surgery next week. Okay. So obviously, I think yeah, hasn't been doing as much training as he would have liked. Um. It looked like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not good to see for the reigning world champ. But yeah. Um. Yeah. All Americans kicked out of that hundred, which. And that the last, last world champs, they went first, fourth, and eighth yeah, in the final. Wow. So, and now they're not getting through. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, pretty crazy. All knocked out in the heats. That's, yeah, yeah insane. Yeah. Usually they would just jog through that. Yeah. But, but um, like watching Bowl with the, you know, 400 to go, he was just sort of like right up there getting, you know, either first, second. Um, and then with 150 to go, I think it was 150, 200 to go, he just like showed. He was just another class above and yeah. just put in, just put in a, a gap. I think it was like one. 150 to go, you're just w- watching him at the front. He's just looking at the screen, mm-hmm. the big screen, just going, how far, how close are they to me? Yeah, just yeah. so relaxed. So that's really exciting to see. Yeah, it's cool to see. Um, my tip, my was a half, he won his heat. And it was a messy as um, down the back straight. They just kind of, everyone just came together and McBride from Canada fell. Yeah, shit. Um, so I, I, he should get put through, I'd say. He's pretty good too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Do you reckon they, do they put people... Like you would hope that this wouldn't happen, but do they like put when you said that you know he's pretty good? Do they like put people forward based on like how good they are? Yeah. Like if you're really, really say you're just like you just snuck in, you're from some strange country, and you sort of fall at the start. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I know in Rio, like the joke in Rio was that everyone was just getting put through. Yeah. Like there was just always people getting through the next round for like getting yeah. a little stumble. Yeah. And um, I can't remember where. The girl's from, but I remember her coach was just saying, geez, like the heat was going to be hard enough. Like now she has to go again in the final. <laughs> she shouldn't be in there. Yeah. That's her coach the saying coach that. Saying it, yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I guess like her PB was, would have been good enough. Like For sure. So, yeah, but I wonder because there is like athletes who haven't run the qualifier. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I wonder if they're, their PB is like 14.30 in the men's 5K. Yeah. And like do yeah. they get put through? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's probably less... Yeah, less dangerous than getting put through in the eight. You have to make a um, like you actually have to make a um, like a, a claim or whatever it is, like a protest yeah. kind of. Um, yeah. you have to put your case. I, I, I'm pretty sure. And I they think just, you they do. Just look at your case and they go fourteen thirty PB. Yeah, squashed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you do have to do that. So, but maybe they would just trust it. The you, the federation kind of For takes sure. responsibility and go should it be in it or not. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, exciting that the we'll get to the. 800 semis later, but they're, they're, they're stacked. Be, yeah, they're stacked. Um, the big, big race. My tip comes through finally. Yeah. It was- uh, I was getting a lot of inboxes yesterday <laughs> from people going, well, thanks for uh, thanks for your curse, Joel. Because yeah, everyone, you everyone out, t- didn't you? tipped Inga Brits and were like, oh, for fuck's sake. Joel tipped him. That's why. So, uh, anyone who tipped Nora Geruto from Kazakhstan will thank me there finally. It was uh, so exciting, wasn't it? Yeah. Just four girls running down the back straight. And you're like, who's going to win here? Yeah. Like, Gerudo took it out pretty fast. She was just sitting at the yeah. front. 
Um, Yavi was like on her shoulder. She pushed it a little bit too. Yeah, and, and well, every time Yavi sort of came up around her, I thought, oh, shit, Gerudo's yeah. getting tired now. And then she just go again. Gee, she was so good over the hurdles though. Yeah. Like, and jumped. then um, it was cool seeing a baby from Ethiopia. Yeah. Like she was dropped off and then she came flying. Like that middle lap, she, well, probably the second or third last lap was so quick. Yeah. And yeah, end up with the bronze medal. Because the front but- girls didn't really- Turn off the. No, they didn't. They were yeah, still take gone. Yeah. Off the accelerator. yeah. They were pushing. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, uh, my tip, Yabby, terrible last, last water, yeah. water jump and just went backwards. Same as what uh, we saw that Warhol, in the, men, in the yeah, yeah, in the, the 400 men's, hurdles. Yeah. And we saw it in the, the men's steeple as well. Yeah. Um, um, it just happens. Yeah, it does. So, uh, and I was just reading before about uh, Gedachu from Ethiopia. So, who came second? But yeah. Last year, she came out of nowhere, won the the Ethiopian trials for the 800 <laughs> in 156. I didn't get selected. I think it's because because she came out of nowhere. You have to be like on a um on the drug testing thing for for a certain amount of time. Yeah, and if you're not, that you can't go to the Olympics. Yeah, and so makes sense. Didn't, yeah, yeah. So didn't get to go to the Olympics. Turned to the steeple seven months ago. Now she's a silver medalist and fourth fastest all time. <laughs> Pretty crazy. So very talented. Insane. Yeah. Because it's this, not everyone takes to the steeple nah, well. No. Nah. I know I had a go and, and I was really yeah. bad. Stewie. Yeah. A lot of people. Raina. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But not not many people get to be that good in seven months. No. So. Incredible. Shows how good she is. But uh, yeah. yeah. Tomorrow. Exciting day of, of uh, racing today. Um, so, yeah. Tomorrow, kicking off the day with the women's 800 heats. Um, so, it's going to be the first three fastest that, sorry first three in each heat and then the next six fastest that's the big q little q that we've been talking about um heat two we've got cat visit at ten eighteen a.m so cat's yeah. obviously yeah gonna be she's our, our number one 800 meter runner so yeah. i love watching her run yeah she's she's an incredible athlete if she, yeah when she's at her best she, she can be right up there so um she's got keely hodgson from uh uk you know, heat. Yeah. And and she's uh, one of the favourites coming in. So, mm. she won the Olympics. Yes. Um, that's right. So, it'd be good. I reckon it's kind of good having someone like that in, in the heat as well. Like, because, you know, I think Keely likes running a bit from the front. Yeah. So, you know, the, the pace will be on. Cat can just, um, just yeah. jump on behind. And yeah, just exactly. Get you can get a good easy. sit on that and then yeah. get th- through in the first three. That'd be great. In heat three... At uh, 10.26 a.m., we have another Aussie, Tess Kersop-Cole. Tess is very new to being an 800-meter runner. Um, she's only less than two years of being it. Now she's representing Australia, which is a pretty pretty good achievement. I think came from the 400 meters. What's with all these superstar girls just get finding an event and just getting yeah, so I good know. at it real quick? <laughs> I I'm still trying to find the event I'm good at. <laughs> uh, but she's she has a thing, Mo, in her heat, which is the same as having Keely, yeah. the cat. Um you know, it's going to be, yeah, it's good and bad be because you know, you're not going to beat her, but yeah. you, the pace will probably be on. Yeah. At 10.42 a.m., we have Claudia Hollingsworth's heat, 17 years old, Claudia is. So, yeah, anyone who is um, from Victoria knows she's, well, anyone around Australia knows how good that yeah. she is at 17. I remember watching her when she was like 15 and everyone was just saying, like, she was just breaking all these records. So, yeah, Claudia's an absolute freak. Um, I read an interview that she was hoping uh, this year to make World Juniors. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And she's is made- she 
I wonder if she's gone to World Juniors because that's only a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, so Raven Ro- and she's got Raven Rogers in her heat, who's the world champ silver medalist. Yeah. So obviously Claudia, super young at 17. Um, hopefully she can progress. She's she's pretty talented, but we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. And another interesting fact with Claudia is uh, she's really good at AFL football. Um, so hasn't decided. I was reading in another oh, really? interview. Hasn't decided it what where she's going to go. So obviously you know maybe. See how she goes at this, and if she's racing World Juniors, but yeah, she might she might be playing AFL next year. Jeez, Athletic Australia has to try and keep her. Yeah, it's definitely. Just like, let that, Not one to let lose. Let that hurdler go to uh, France. Yes. Yeah. So they need to try to keep. Yeah. Claudia for sure. sure. Um, and Nozomi Tanaka in, in heat six. <laughs> Big fan of Nozomi. <laughs> yeah. Go Tanaka. Um, and then the men's five k. Yeah. So we have Kai and Rambo. So Jack unfortunately has decided not to run. Yeah, save himself um, for Com Games. Yeah, I think after a pretty big effort in the 10k, it was just better for him to focus on on Com Games. Yeah, with um, something like that, you can obviously he he's obviously flying, um, has been flying before this competition, and you know if he sort of saves himself for Com Games, he can put a really good performance down to make up for that 10k. Um, but if he, you know, pushes through and toughs it out in his 5K, it's like, you know, he can just make himself flat and then he doesn't perform that well at Con Games and then you look at the whole two event, the two yeah. championships and he's he's just hasn't performed as yeah. well as he should have. So I think it's a smart decision from Jack. Yeah, hopefully he's starting to feel a bit fresher and comes back firing. But um, yeah, I was looking, I spoke to Rambo on the phone this morning and kind of gone through his heat a bit and I'm like, yeah, no, you'd be right. Like it's what champs, like of course you look at it and it's scary, but hopefully he doesn't listen to this before he's raced, but <laughs> I was looking and going, holy fucking yeah. shit. Like, it was just like <clears throat> good person after good person. I, didn't, I swear back when I was running the 5K. There was like a few. Like a couple of good people yeah. and then everyone was like, my level. Yeah, and the then depth it, now is yeah, just insane. Like, we're looking at these people. I'm like, oh, like he said some someone, he's like, yeah, 13, 17 PB. And he goes, oh, no, wait a sec, 12.46. Yeah. And you're just like, shit. Insane. Like, um, yeah, so I'm glad I'm. Not doing the oh, the marathon's just as hard. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So eleven ten. We have Kai Robinson in the first heat. So he's got Joshua Tep- Chapter guy, who's Joel's tip. Yep. Um, Berega from Ethiopia, Grant Fisher, Muhammad Muhammad from Germany, and uh, Nicholas Kip career twelve forty six Kenyan. <laughs> like <laughs> it's just so insane. So like that, that's pretty much your first five there. Yeah. Um, and there was there's more people that for sure who, there's people there sca- that are like probably Kai's level who and Kai's a fantastic oh, and athlete and there's, there's a bunch people, of people a lot better than Kai better too. Than Kai, so, exactly. Um, but, and and this is where it does suck because if you have the yeah the first five next five and you look in and you're in the first heat and you're like I probably have to be in the first five. Yeah. It it does make it. It does it's, make it. Really it makes hard. it scary. I'm for sure. I'm sure Kai's. Freaking bit out. worried, but, but at yeah. least he's you know Kai's super young. Um, he's a Stanford, yeah, he'll get more still chance. at Stanford. He's going to have a big career ahead of him. So yeah, good uh, luck, Kai. Heat two, eleven thirty one a.m. is Rambo's heat. Uh, so we've got Jacob Kerop, uh, Mukta Edris, who's gone for his third straight world title. I reckon it's been uh, kind of kept a bit quiet. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like I, I was reading heaps of previews, and like me. no, he hasn't been as good the last few years. But like no one's uh kind yeah. of mentioned him. No. So it's all about, you know, chip to guy. Yeah. And, and he's still run good. I think he's around twelve fifty eight this year. So he's still yeah, he's, <laughs> in, he's in good form. Yeah. Um Kajelka from Ethiopia, Jacob Ingerson from my, who's my tip. And then Mark Scott from the UK who's world indoor medalist. So yeah. he's a one to, Scott, to watch I as like well. I think Mark Scott's pretty underrated. He's so yeah, he good. definitely is. Yeah. Um and we just 
put the curse on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, my curse is gone. I was saying, um, the, you know, in the women's steeple, we got that win fine. So, um, And then we have the men's 800 semis. And it's the same thing. Like, I keep saying how stacked things are. It, you it's a world a, championship. It is the world championship. <laughs> so, of course, it's going to be stacked. Like, For sure. It's just, it just is. But... Um, but I think one of the people making it stacked is Peter Bowl in the 800 because he, he's one. I think he's ranked third or fourth in yeah. the world this year. So um, Fourth at Olympics last year. Yeah. Obviously, you know, just missing that podium. Look, people are looking at him and going, shit, I have Peter Bowl in my heat. For like, sure. Um, yeah, so his semi's at 12 o'clock um, on Friday. And he has Emmanuel Career, who's number one ranked, 142 man from Kenya, and Wycliffe yeah. Kasey yeah. Um, from Kenya as well. He's 143 man. Um so, yeah, it'll be tough. So, you've got to be in the first two or or it needs to be fast. That's the so thing. So, you can get through. Yeah, these things, these semis just get run like they're finals. Yeah. Um, my tip, Moe's a halfie, is in semi two. But uh, I reckon he'll be good just going through the uh, – it's a very even field, but yeah. just I think he'll be pretty good at running rounds. For sure. Hopefully. For sure. But, uh, yeah, go go Peter. Yeah, I'll, I think the whole of uh, whole of Australia. He's probably, I reckon he's after the Olympics, probably one of Australia's favorite yeah, athletes. Yeah, without, Like without a doubt. Yeah, you say that, and then you feel bad for all the other Aussies that you think <laughs> of. You're like, oh, actually, but you know, Bowie, after Bowie's the a favorite. after the episode of for the kudos, he came on. He's he, definitely one of Australia's that's favorite. He, that's when he athletes. really yeah. went into his own. Yeah, <laughs> that's what, he broke some records about like about streaming or something. <laughs> Did he? <Yeah. laughs> um, well, that's a wrap on. Uh, the episode. So we have Stewie. Spoke to Stewie just before we recorded this. Um, he seemed like he was in pretty pretty good spirits. Yeah, I think we we talk about it a bit, but considering the year he had, it was hard to. Uh, you never knew how it was going to happen. For um, sure, kind of coming in his last fifteen hundred before this was like a three forty seven. Yeah, um, and he comes out in the heat and runs three thirty four. Yeah, so it's so good to see Stewie back. Yeah, like that. and it's just crazy. I love Stewie, like how hard he goes because it's there's unknowns and it doesn't matter. It's straight to the front. Like same, sure. like his first race after having like two months off is Stockholm Diamond League and he's straight in behind the pace. Yeah. And it's same with this. It's like you're not, not exactly sure. He's not sure how he's going to go. doesn't matter. It's doesn't just matter. Like, it just doesn't. I'm going to run as hard as I can. Yeah. No. Uh, great to see. So it was good to speak to him. Can't wait to see him at uh, Com Games in the 15. Okay, joining us on uh, today's episode is Stuart McSwain. Stuart ran his uh, 1500 meter final last night and been kind enough to uh, join us for an interview. How are you, Stuart? Hey, boys. Good. Thanks for having me on. No worries. Um, I think if you said two months ago you, you're going to kind of win your heat and, and run well in the semi and, and finish ninth at World Champs, you'd be a bit shocked, wouldn't you? Um, yeah, I think obviously it's a big turnaround. I was obviously battling pretty hard until, yeah, up to maybe seven or eight weeks ago. So, um, I, I think at that point I almost thought my season was done and it was a kind of decision whether I was going to go home and get ready for next year or battle on and see, see what would happen. So, yeah, I think in hindsight I would have definitely taken making it to, let alone making it to world champs, um, but to get through a couple of rounds and feel like I put in a relatively decent performance in the final was, um, yeah, kind of a big step forward. It was a big, uh, big comeback. Um, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people didn't expect that. Take us through the final. Um, I think the the finals just it's such a big build up. Obviously, the the first couple of rounds are so hard. Um, I think at World Champs, no rounds that easy. The first round's hard. Semi finals are hard, especially when you're leading at the front. <laughs> Do you see the interview with Jakob where he said he's glad he wasn't in your semi because he just knows how hard you make it? There you go. I'll, t- I'll take that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think no matter how good a runner you are, they're still the rounds are still hard. So 
you kind of get to that final, you, you're, not, you're probably not feeling as fresh as you should be off a rest day. You definitely do have a bit of fatigue from the first two rounds. And I think the finals is such a big build-up. I think when you, when you get into the start line, you're standing there. It's kind of even, yeah, even compared to the Olympics, it's kind of still a pinch-yourself moment that you're like, shit, in th- three and a half minutes' time or whatever, could I be a world champion? Like, you're looking yeah. around, you're just like, there's 12 guys in this line. One of us is going to be world champion in the next three and a half minutes. So, um, yeah, it's kind of, you're obviously nervous, but I think everyone's nervous. If you weren't nervous at that point, you're kind of pretty worried that you're probably not taking it too serious. So, um, yeah, and obviously the crowd was amazing that night. We we're lucky to have the 400 hurdles straight after as well. So it was kind of two pr- relatively big races back to back. So, um, yeah, the atmosphere was um, yeah pretty cool throughout the final. What is it like in the uh, courtroom? Like, obviously, you're mates with a fair few of those guys, but uh, is everyone very nervous and talking, or is it just like everyone keeping to themselves? Um, yeah, I think it's a, it varies on the athletes. I think a lot of the guys just slap them up in the cold room, wish them luck, because you've raced them so many times on circuit. Um, you know them so well. And it's also like, even though you're racing guys, you know their stories, you know how hard they've worked to get it, get in the final. Um, you, you know what they've been through as well. So, it's kind of weird. You're also hoping they go well. You want to beat them all, but you also there's guys, specific guys that you're going. If I'm going to lose to anyone, at least if I'm, I'll lose to them. I won't be too too disheartened. Yeah, you or are angry. good mates with a lot of these For people. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but there's guys in the call room who won't talk. Like guys will meditate, like do whatever. Um, especially in the in the rounds, it's probably a, a bit more joking or talking. Um, especially the good guys because they think they're going to get through pretty comfy, but. In the final, a lot of the guys, yeah, switch on. They know how, how big the moment is. They know it's, it's an opportunity to become a world champion at the end of the day. So it's a lot more serious. And I think, yeah, it's probably, probably a lot less joking going on. Reflecting on that final, Stuart, you just said, obviously, you're standing on the line and you've got that thought going through your head. In under three minutes and 30 seconds, one of us is going to be world champion. Um, is there anything you would have done differently in that race now reflecting on it? I think, yeah, I think it's always easy to look back, but purely, I think the first lap, we were a little bit quick. Obviously, the, the Kenyan guy, um, Abel Kipson, got out really hard. I think we we're just, just under 55 through that first lap, which is um, moving, especially with how fast the first 200 was. I felt like we were, we were all moving relatively well. I kind of got caught a bit wide on that first bend because um, there's a lot of guys trying to get right in that top, top four to start with. Um, you almost look like you tripped on the camera at one point. Yeah, I kind of clipped, got clipped by Tim Cherry because I thought he was going to slot in and I kind of, yeah, accidentally kind of clipped him a little bit. Um, <laughs> but he, he, um, he lucky didn't get me too bad. Otherwise, I might have been on the ground, but I was able to ride it okay. But I think the, the other mistake I felt like maybe I made was I worked so hard to be in such a good spot going into the bell um, where I wanted to be. But I felt like I used a lot of energy and I kind of got thrown out to the outside of lane one. Um, which when you're running at 329, 330 pace, if you, you end up running a couple extra meters, um, it can yeah. catch up with you pretty quick. So Yeah, if it's but, a 54 first lap and then you're running wide, like it, it yeah, makes a big difference. Because I kind of I kind of went 500 to go. I'm thinking I'm a real genuine chance here. I feel all right to maybe going in, right into the bell. I was like, yeah, I'm struggling here. Like I'm feeling a little bit. I don't know if I can match it, especially when going into the bell, you normally feel a bit more pressure because guys start – jostling to get to that front front couple of spots as well so there's kind of a bit of fighting for spots there and i kind of felt like i didn't have that extra gear i needed um over that final lap which is obviously disappointing i think any race you go and you're hoping you have that day where you're at the bell you got that pop in your legs and you go 
I think I can I can do anything on this last lap. But unfortunately, it wasn't there on the day. But I think, yeah, at the end of the day, you just go on that last lap. You're giving it everything. And when you cross the line, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, and uh, I guess seeing like Jake Whiteman, who I know you're pretty good mates with, like him win, that was pretty incredible. Um, but also has to give you confidence because he isn't better than you. Like you guys are very similar athletes. And I think if he can win, it means you can win too. Yeah, I think it was amazing bounce back. I think he was pretty disappointed. To, I think he was 10th or 11th in the uh, the Tokyo final last year. So um, to see what he's been able to do, turn it around, um, was pretty amazing. He's obviously, um, obviously Brett, you, you know him well. He's probably one of the nicest guys you, you'll meet, not only in track, but across anything. I don't think anyone would really say a bad word about him. So to see him have such a big breakthrough was pretty cool. Um, obviously, you're an amazing race. But yeah, I think it shows... If you're in the final, middle distance is unpredictable. The the best athletes don't always win races. A lot of things can go wrong. You're not running in your own lane like the sprints. You kind of there's a lot of factors that come into it with positioning, um, how what other athletes are doing as well. Um, and obviously you got the two rounds previously. You don't know fatigue levels of other guys going into the final as well. So I think it gives you the guys in the final a lot of confidence that if you're in that final, you and you have a great day. There's no reason you can't be right up the point here. Yeah, unreal, Stewie. Um, take us through what's your plan at Com Games, fifteen hundred. So I'll solely be doing the fifteen hundred. Yeah. Um. So the focus will be yeah, just trying to execute it. Hopefully, good heat. If I'm lucky enough to get through the final, um, hopefully a good final. Unfortunately, the Commonwealth Games is pretty strong in the middle distance at the moment. So I think that fifteen hundred um is going to be pretty loaded. So it's gonna it's going to be an exciting race to be in, um, but it's also going to be pretty hard as well. Come on, mate. You made the final at World Champs. You can make the final at Com Games. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I will play it round by round, but I'm hoping <laughs> to be in that final. I think, um, but you'll definitely go forward off this as well because just because of your lack of racing through the season and now you've had three really good hit outs, um, sure, that's going to bring you forward into Com Games as well. So another big result, I reckon. Yeah, I think so. I feel like my seasons are generally probably start a little bit slower in the European season. Normally my first race or two are actually my worst ones for the season um, over the past couple of years. So I'm hopeful, yeah, it can kind of slingshot me a little bit further ahead. Um, obviously, racing my, I think it was my kind of, since I had the break mid-season coming back, it was my first 1500. So I was kind of unsure. I felt training was going really well, but I was unsure where my racing fitness was at. So um, yeah, I'm hopeful, especially being able to have the hard three rounds, um, hopefully hold me in good stead for those two rounds of commies. Yeah, um, thanks so much, Stewie, for joining us. Um, it's been great and I don't know. I think everyone will be really happy to hear how you're going and, and look forward to watching you at Com Games. So thanks for joining us. Thanks a lot, TP. See you later. Appreciate it, boys. Thanks for having me on. I'm loving the coverage so far, so keep it up. It's um, helping us get through the champs. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Episode 7 of the FTK World Athletics Championship Special. This series is brought to you by Up There Athletics. Drop into their physical space at 179 Flinders Lane or shop the full collection online at uptherathletics.com.